The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were sensible. The foolish ones did take their lamps, but they brought no oil, whereas the sensible ones took flasks of oil as well as their lamps. The bridegroom was late, and they all grew drowsy and fell asleep. But at midnight there was a cry. The bridegroom is here. Go out and meet him. At this, all those bridesmaids woke up and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish ones said to the sensible ones, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. But they replied, There may not be enough for us and for you. You had better go to those who sell it and buy some for yourselves. They had gone off to buy it when the bridegroom arrived. Those who were ready went in with him to the wedding hall, and the door was closed. The other bridesmaids arrived later. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you solemnly, I do not know you. So stay awake, because you do not know either the day or the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So as I said, we're hearing about this supposed foolishness of God, the foolishness of Christ, and the strange logic and language of the cross. I want us to know that foolishness shouldn't be confused with stupidity or ignorance. It doesn't say the stupidity of Christ. Christ is not some dill. But rather, Christ is employing a whole different system of priority, and so is God. So let's not confuse one with the other. The church has a deep, deep love of goodness and truth and wisdom. Just think of our tradition. Think of the brilliant minds that have punctuated the church's involvement in the world. Some of the most beautiful thinkers in science and physics and just to name a few, Copernicus, um, Descartes, he's known as the father of modern day philosophy. Um, uh, George Lemaitre, the discoverer of the Big Bang Theory. There's not an atheist out there who won't try and tell us about the Big Bang Theory. Well, they can tell us and we can tell them as well. Uh, modern genetics, Mendel. Even the university as, a, as something that exists in the world, it was born of the, the Catholic imagination, you know, to raise up the intellect of the human spirit as it pursues truth in the world. So by no means do us as people of faith, by no means do we have a phobia of knowledge, of wisdom. Um, think of the gifts of the spirit, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. The Spirit doesn't make us dull and blind, but makes us very, very perceptive. Gives us the light of reason, which is a gift of God and which is part of being in the image of God. So I think we can, we can let that false dichotomy fall away. We are called to be wise. We're called to be, as the Gospel says, sensible, awake, attentive, watching, always reading the signs of the time and making sense of them, and then diligently uh, putting our wisdom to work, you know. But I think that it's very clear to us who know Jesus. Jesus isn't another, you know, smart teacher. Jesus isn't a philosopher. Jesus isn't a sociologist, you know. The pattern of life that Jesus gives us, he didn't 
draw up from studying the books or something. The knowledge that comes from Jesus is from his intimate, intimate, very privileged knowledge of the Father himself. Everyone else had teachings, sure. But when they heard Jesus, they said, this guy speaks with authority. This, this person speaks as though he knows. He knows. <laughs> he's, he's not grappling with abstracts. This isn't a theory for Christ. Jesus speaks what he's seen. And he dares to say, if you've heard me, you've heard the Father. You know, this is, this is an unalloyed revelation from God himself coming in me. That's the Christ that we follow. Not someone who has knowledge, but someone who is truth and knowledge and wisdom itself come to us, to live with us, to sort of pervade our being. What is then the foolishness of God? It's the way he treats us. This kind of foolish, scandalous, uh, in a way, nonsensical love. Think of the way Jesus loves us. He's the king of the universe and he washes our feet. That's foolish. He's the good Samaritan who goes and finds the wounded person and bandages all his wounds and pays for the, for the expenses and then leaves even more gold and says, if he, if he needs any more, you care for him. I'll cover the costs later. Jesus doesn't say, hey, you, get your life together and then you can follow me. He says, I'm with you and together we'll work it out. Take up my burden. I'll take up yours. This is part of the mystery of the cross. If we can discard the false, empty, kind of ungrounded wisdom of the world for the, for the foolishness of God, which is nothing other than love, the deepest of all truth, deep, deep, radical love for the other. Uh, in the office today, there was this little passage from Jeremiah chapter 4. Check this out. God is, as usual, reprimanding a very stubborn Israel. And he says here, this is Israel speaking from its own behalf. I am in anguish, I writhe in pain. The walls of my heart, my heart is throbbing. I cannot keep quiet, for I have heard the trumpet call and the cry of war. Ruin on ruin is the news. The whole land is laid to waste. My tents are, are suddenly destroyed. In one moment, all that sheltered me is gone. How long must I see the standard and hear the trumpet call? Now listen to this. This is the foolishness that we are to get rid of. This is because my people are stupid. <laughs> they do not know me. They are slow-witted children. They have no understanding. They are clever enough at doing wrong, but do not know how to do right. Let's just see the wisdom that Jesus shows us, which is this generous, generous love, which is happy to expend itself because he's drawing from the infinite well. He's not going to run dry. We come now to lay ourselves again once more at the cross, to say, yes, Lord, we believe that the way you lived is good and the life that you call us into is good. It might seem very strange to the world. It doesn't obey the social norms. But we're not living for an earthly kingdom. We're raising this one into the heavenly one.